You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. It was a massive, purposeful transformation. There's certainly the <laughs> predatory sales kind of folks who are just like, yes. let's message a million people and blah, blah, blah. But most of us just, we're human. We want to talk to another human. Yeah, maybe we'll do business together too, but I don't even know yet. So let's just have a conversation. So right. with Alaska, we got to go to several places and where, you know, it's salmon season. It's where the bears are and stuff mm-hmm. like that. What is up? If you're a coach, a service provider, or a business owner, you are in the place to learn how to build your business. Welcome to Legend Maker Radio. I'm your host, Tanya Daka. This is where we build legends who rebuild the world through marketing, mindset, and messaging. And each week, I bring you the actionable steps, the inspiring stories, and the motivation you need to move your business forward quickly. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you and your time. Let's jump into this week's episode. What is up, TD? Oh my God. It has only been like, I don't know, a decade or what? Yeah, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. It does feel like it, though. (laughs) (laughs) You have been up to some massive shit, Roski. I don't know about that. Doing some stuff, but I don't know. Trying to move forward. (laughs) Sounds sounds legendary to me. (laughs) That's what we'll find out. (laughs) What was it? What was it? Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Yeah, yeah. How do you land something like that? Well, it was with the production company that I was with um, at the time back in Dallas and stuff like that. And that was the most random thing to be like their production company when they've got HBO involved, Showtime involved, but Mayweather needed to manage the event. They didn't have anyone in place. And he's a fucking scumbag. But um, really? And his whole organization. Yeah, he's like known through Vegas to be just like, I mean, we all know how many hundreds of millions of dollars he has. And he he still like never paid <laughs> for his stuff. Like they're that company fully. We did a second fight to get some of that money back. Still never paid that. And he's like known for that. And his- oh my God. But anyway, it was an amazing time to be a producer down there and produce content that played in the arena and got aired and put his whole walkout thing to get to be ringside for all that. That was a blast. I bet. I bet. And and now, and you've moved to, you're no longer in Texas. You're now in Colorado. Are you like still doing the, the thing in Colorado? You're still doing the production. So most of what I do now is all remote stuff. Um, my show, putting shows together for other folks and then yeah. video content and stuff for, um, do- Doing that remotely for folks and really moving into the coaching aspect of all that. So, how is that? How do you like that? I love it. It's now that I've finally, you know, gotten out of my own way and given myself permission to <laughs> to do it. To you teach, know? Uh, like you yeah, didn't have the, coach the qualifications. Got, <laughs> yeah, because it's just like I've done it anyway during the whole. You know, like when I would be doing the services and stuff for folks. But it's like, okay, you're allowed to 
just do that part if you want to. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess so. I got the permission slip now. Yeah. So what about you? Catch me I up. Am just just doing the thing. Just doing the thing. I'm still writing copy. I'm still trying to to boost up uh, business owners and make them feel what you had to learn to feel so that you could step into your role as a coach. So you know the you know the mental work behind accepting your your fate. <laughs> so right. I'm just I'm just behind the scenes doing the thing. And uh we put together this little radio show uh where we interview legend makers like yourself who have done really killer shit and and uh that's it. Just having a good time, basically. Cool. Cool. What's the what's the goal with the the new show and reason for it and end goal and all that stuff? Well the end goal is just to give people some action and, and inspiration and motivation. I don't really have any other, like, I don't have any, you know, I'm not the professional sort of, oh, I need to have a monetary, whatever tied to this or whatever. I'm just, I just want to have fun. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to meet people to do cool stuff and, and hopefully be inspired myself. So, you know, I thought if cool. I'm going to do it, I might as well let everybody come along for the ride. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I mean too. Like it doesn't have to be like a, you know, <coughs> excuse me, a monetization of the show necessarily, but yeah. Certainly a a great positioning tool and just, you know, do some things in in public and sometimes just the greatest networking tool there is. Well, you know, you you said something right there to do something in public and I'm that this is me getting out of my comfort zone basically. So this is me uh just like uh, taking a sledgehammer to that wall that said, I don't want to be out there. I don't want to talk. I don't want to see, I don't want to introduce and be. And I'm like, you know, I had my first guest last week and I was like, Oh my God, this is insane. It's so fun. <laughs> so it was a lot of, it was, and then you guys like blew up the calendar. and was like, I want to be on, I want to be on. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah. Trial by fire. <laughs> that's right well you had that you had that show with jason falls for a while right yeah yeah that was that was a very 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 cool experience that um hint hint jason if you see this that uh maybe we can replicate one day but um i had to get out of it because the timing wasn't right for where i was in my life so i had to dip um he carried on and then but then i started the copy arena podcast with my copywriting stuff but again i feel like i you know you feel like you get in this little pigeonhole and it's like mm, i gotta get out of here uh, you know and so i needed to get outside of copy and whatever so that's what uh expanded me but we're not here to talk about me people don't want to talk about me they want to talk about jason croft they want to talk i see you doing cool interviews in your car is that, uh, is that I did. current yeah no okay that's a past yeah back when i was yeah when i was still in dallas so um yeah, because I had, I guess, yeah, when you and I last were really like, you know, doing stuff and and on all that fun stuff. Um, the I had Startup Dallas. That was the first show I did, and then fell in love with that. Felt the power of that and everything. <laughs> um, and then I was leaving that production company, and I knew like I've got to, I've still got to do a show. Like I just, yeah. it's in my soul now like i gotta do yeah. i gotta do this um so i was like okay what's the most contained because i gotta do it all myself now so i'm going mm -hmm. from a three camera shoot in a studio someone else editing 
Like I do this all myself now. What's the most contained right. version of this? So yeah, I took a took a cue from Seinfeld and James Corden and did the the you know kidnapping entrepreneurs, throwing them in the car and <laughs> driving around with it and did that for a while, which was an absolute blast. Did 80 something yeah. episodes of that. And, Amazing. Amazing. So who yeah. is the most like mind blowing guest you had on your show? If you can oh, remember gosh. back 80 episodes. Well, in that one, it, I mean, it was, it was funny because the, you know, there were a, a number of, you know, just multimillionaire, you know, <laughs> type folks. Um, totally blanking on his name right now owns tons of restaurants um macaroni grill like all the i'm completely blanking on his name right now but um yeah it but he's he's that a was restaurateur one... huh yeah yeah and it made millions and then got into the restaurant business and made millions more and um <laughs> but it, and there were there were a number of those folks who were just like in the back of my head it's just like they know this is just a little YouTube show, right? You know? <laughs> but it's like nobody tipped them off. Yeah, but it, it that was the that was the big lesson that I got from both of those shows was that it didn't matter. It was it, it, he even told me it was because it was different. It was something unique. And it's just a chance for them to tell their story. And it doesn't matter how small your audience is. They get they now have a piece of content they can put in front of their audience. Sure. And it's just one more validation piece. Hey, I was featured on yeah. this, you know, this show in this way. Um, cool. So yeah. So I so you said you're you're loving Colorado. What what has like been the hardest thing to shift to after you know leaving Texas? Um I mean, it's all pretty awesome, <laughs> especially the weather. Um, yeah, I came out here definitely for uh, um, the mountains. It's just I've been trying to get out here for forever for that. Um, oh, by the way, Phil Romano was his name. That's what I was looking at. All right. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, it's been great. You know the the biggest the biggest shift that actually ended up being being awesome was coming out here and leaving not only my in-person network because i i went through like a transformation a purposeful transformation to be this connector type person right and mm. i was the furthest thing in the world from it and yeah i read malcolm gladwell's the tipping point and i still remember reading about that like it's like mavens salespeople, and connectors and i and i remember reading about that description for a connector and i was just like Oh, I I want to be that. Like I don't know why, <laughs> and that was everything. So that's what one of the things that led to that first show, Startup Dallas, and, and on and on. But I also I was hosting my own networking event every week and being brought in to speak and host other events. Like it just blew up to this thing to where I went from, you know, being sort of if I ever went to a networking event, you know, my back's against the wall. I'm like, mm, we'll see. <laughs> watching everybody uh -huh. do their thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to just like busting through the doors. What's up, everybody? You know, just <laughs> shifting all of that. And so I moved I out here September of 2019. So right before the pandemic. So it was like 
both things happen. I left my in-person network of folks who, you know, was constantly interacting with the scene. Plus, major shutdown happened anyway. So I had to figure out this remote version of connecting, of um, having a show that's remote because all of my you know shows have been in person and I love mm-hmm. that so much. I didn't want to do a remote show. Like, you know, I love that in-person <laughs> aspect. But thank goodness I was forced into that and, and to figure out, well, how do I make this look good? Right. Because I mean, that's what I do. So it's like, it's got to look professional and look sharp, but still be remote. And so once I got that dialed in and, and started doing the show strategy and action, um, that was fantastic. Cause that, that really opened up the world then. That's cool. That's very cool. And and you and I have a little history that goes way back before that explosion, that Malcolm Gladwell introduction and you had a very sort of uh, like your skill is is obvious in in what you do and what you bring to the world. Um, but when I started seeing you like show up the way you were showing up, I was like, you know, it was brave was just a like right before that. Right. Like it was not oh, right yeah. before that it was probably what three years maybe before that. Or was it yeah. more? It might have been. six years before that maybe yeah but no like it would have seeing... been in that it would have been that same world because i remember there was a six-year stint that i worked at that production company when i went through this and i did that first show and i was still i was there when you and i were doing the brave thing and all that so it was right in there it was in within a year or two and then here you are like owning the mic, owning the owning the screen and, and the production and everything else. It's really cool. It's really cool because like I don't think I ever remember, you know, you that being like, you know, like you said, you read that connector bit by Mac- Malcolm Gladwell. Um, but I don't remember uh you being like, this is what I want to do, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, you said it was it was just a a surprise. Now what um what steps took you from seeing that and then actioning on it did you find it to be a difficult road to take action on did you find a lot of resistance in showing up it's funny um because i've been recently trying to retrace those steps and realizing as i as i make the transition i want to make now of you know into more coaching aspect and all of that I've looked back at that time of like, okay, what, what did I do? Even, you know, how was I being, you know, what was the decision making process? Because I, it was a massive purposeful transformation. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, how can I do that again? Cause obviously I, I can do this. <laughs> so uh-huh. how, do, how do we do that? And, and I think, I think several factors, one was the spark, right. You know, mm-hmm. reading that in the book mm-hmm. and not even knowing that was something that would light me up. So there's the mm-hmm. spark for it. Oh, that's that's a thing that exists. I could mm-hmm. be that. You know, it just mm-hmm. paints that picture. Um, and then going on that very purposeful. It was about a year of that. Let's build the skills. I was getting you know books on how to be you know how to interact, how to network better, how to communicate, and you know build all those skills. The I think there's a level of I turned 40 at the time and it was like, there's a level of, of like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah, I don't give a shit what people think. This is amazing. <laughs> I just realized that, you know. So the, you know, there's a mental shift there for sure. Yeah. The the show that I started was a marketing initiative for the production company I was working for. So that it, that wasn't like, oh, that wasn't a piece of it, an intentional piece to go oh, that'll help me be a better connector. It right. was just like, oh, well, here's this thing I think we should do. Yeah, mm-hmm. but by doing it and doing those reps, doing 80-something episodes of that show, you know, it was like it just... And then what it led to was immediate seat at the table at the, in the startup community. So I was going to all these events, hosting, you know, uh, I took over a networking event that I did for several years. Like, so it just... That's a big piece of it too. It's like Mm -hmm. purposely looking for these skills, jumping in and, um, you know, obviously wanting it and then Mm -hmm. building those skills. But then it's just the reps. I mean, yeah, over and over and over and over again. And all of those things, I think, converged (laughs) to do it. And as I'm speaking about it right now, it's just like, well, that's, that's a big missing piece that I have right now on the coaching side of like, Oh, that's a big missing piece. It's the it's the reps. Just get in there, do it, get talk it about it. This is what I do. Yeah. So so with the it was almost like you had little resistance because you had the purpose. Like you had that mm. spark, right? So you didn't have as big of a wall of resistance as to someone who's say just trying to break into something for the sake of breaking into something like this, like it, it felt natural for you. It felt like a natural yeah. progression of who you were becoming. Maybe would you, would you say that that's kind of accurate? Yeah, I think so. And and it wasn't, yeah, it's interesting. You know, I'm trying to think back even mentally back at the time, it was just, it, there was that decision, but there and even though the idea of, let's say, hosting anything or standing on a stage yeah. or even just going to a network, even though that was fear before, again, those things kind of convert like, oh, now I have, there's a bigger reason. It's not about mm-hmm. me. It's like, I want to be this connector. I want to go in and, you know, mm-hmm. and just all mm-hmm. the other stuff, let's go a little bit. And that was the piece too that, that was that I, I I say it was sort of like a year progress because it was about a year from making that decision, reading that like, Oh, I really want to do that to getting the, getting a call one day from someone there in Dallas. Who's just awesome. She's like, she, everyone knows her for knowing everybody like, Oh, you need someone <laughs> you call her. Like she knows everybody. Yeah. Right? And yeah. getting that call one day from her going, Hey, I'm I'm looking for this kind of person you know, everybody. So what, you know, who, who do you recommend to come speak at my thing? And I was just like, Oh, that's, that's cool. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm known as that connector now yeah. you know, just in my way. And you and earned the that. rank. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a, that was a cool little marker, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So it, it, it kind of, um, one could say, that you orchestrated the events possibly by wait, what am I trying to say? You opened up the space for it for yourself. 
like you were like you yeah. were ready for it. And so by being ready for it, you were okay to say yes to these things as they came up. So that's really cool because a lot of times um, entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches um, find themselves where you are or where you were recently with stepping into the coaching space and like, not like maybe they don't have the skills yet, or maybe that, and but, but doing those reps as you did, like going through and learning how to do the things that you didn't know how to do really sort of gives you the confidence to say yes and gives somebody the confidence to say yes, when the opportunity comes up and maybe even makes the opportunity a possibility for themselves because, you know, they do the thing. So that's really, really cool. And, and with your coaching, what, like, who are you coaching in this space? Yeah. So my ideal client is a coach, a consultant. They've been doing that. They're experts. They they've been doing this at least, you know, five, six, seven years. They they've got Mm -hmm. their methodology down. Mm -hmm. They just need that. They just need to be in front of more clients, of more potential clients. They need to just, you know, the ones who hire them, they love them. And that's no problem right. once they have that conversation, right. just to be in front of more folks. So I help them put together. So the program I'm I'm building right now helps them put together a video podcast that is really becomes this hub for everything else that they do. So it just gives them a platform to channel their expertise and how they help people with a combo of solo episodes and interviews. Both are are, are critical in this like system we build mm-hmm. out. And it just it it's a it's kind of a single endeavor so that you know it's not this overwhelming okay, do I need Facebook ads? Do I need this? Do I need, you know, like right. all of that can come, but it just, it's to stand in that. And it's, it's just an extension of what they're already doing. They're helping right. people. They're educating, they're guiding people. Well, you're just going to do some of that in public, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And Step from behind the curtain now. Yeah. So, yeah, so exactly. you, you are, um, do you also coach them on what they need to create? Like what kind of content they need to create? Or do you just teach them like the technical stuff? You know, it's, it's, it's even more of the the content than the technical. We'll get through that. Okay, Everyone cool. needs that. Like, you know, we'll get the basics. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really, and just depending on where they are and they, they may have all of their methodology, even when they do and they've got their IP and they know how they help people and they need to spread that word. Well, kind of help them translate that over to video. How do we make sure that's presented in the best way? Right. right? Um, so from the very beginning. Them. Yeah, exactly. So we we break that down in the structure and then help them with the show that they build so that anytime somebody listens to that, watches that, they know exactly who that person helps, how they help them, how they could mm-hmm. possibly work with them. So make mm-hmm. sure that Hey, this is your thing. Like you need your own commercials in there. We want to make sure that, you know, that's built into the whole process. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, when it comes to interviews, you know, bring on ideal clients to your show, bring on strategic partners. You you know, it's the, just the greatest kind of light touch sales (laughs) tool there is. (laughs) Yeah. And certainly the greatest networking tool that there is. It's phenomenal. It's like, it's just, how we're wired as humans, right? Like if, you know, I want to talk to somebody and it's just like a random message on LinkedIn. It's just like, Hey, I'd like to get on a phone call with you for 30 minutes. Like, 
no, no what you know no. but hey i've got the show <laughs> i've put this thing together i'd love what you're doing in this space i'd love to have you on for 30 minutes I'm like, oh sure no problem like let's let's do that you know and and cool. so so many of us are just looking for that we just want that first conversation right mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. there's certainly the <laughs> predatory sales kind of folks who are just like yeah let's message a million people and blah 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 but most of us just we're human. We want to talk to another human. Yeah, maybe we'll do business together too, but I don't even know yet. So let's just have a conversation. And it's just one more way to to, to break that down and facilitate that. And it, and it makes it, it makes it far more, a far more relaxed conversation than trying to shoot somebody a cold DM on LinkedIn <laughs> right. or whatever. Right. You know, like it feels like you said, we're human and that connection is just really all we're looking for. Whatever comes out of it, comes out of it. You know, if yeah. nothing else, your your audience will learn something, grow from it, and you'll you'll be maybe even more endeared to them when the content is done for the day or whatever. So it's brilliant. And I had like uh, back when we were doing Brave, going back again to the middle of nowhere, like I could not have done this, right? So how do you, how do you get, do you get your ideal clients in front of the camera who are reluctant? Like, are you ever in that position where it's like, you have to kind of show them that tough love, push them a little bit, or do you just say, hey, when you're ready, show up? Yeah, I haven't encountered anyone just who's, you know, gone through the process, signed up, I'm working with, and they're terrified of that. I mean, that can be one of those objections, right? Even all the way down to, you know, presentations that I give around this idea that, hey, everybody's a media company now. <laughs> you know, it okay, really is true. In? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the business of media. So yep. there is a level of tough love. There is a level of like, okay, yeah, it's hard. Suck it up. Like too bad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if Go you want to it. stand out, if you want to get this result, you you just have to do it. And that comes in when someone is going through this process. And I tell everyone it's the last thing you're going to want to do. I promise. But you got to do it is listen to every episode back that you do. Watch every episode <laughs> back that you do. And you're laughing because it's the last thing you want to do. Oh, my God. None of us like the sound of our voice. None of us like how we appear and and we're micromanaging. But I promise you what happens because it happened to me and it it takes a lot of episodes. (laughs) But even that first show I did, Startup Dallas, I listened back. Even though I wasn't editing, I listened back to every episode. I, I still remember being in the car listening to an episode and just yelling at myself just like (laughs) finish a sentence man what is your problem like oh my i still remember the episode the but what will happen is is a couple of amazing things one is it improves your communication skills across the board like outside of media just in real life it yeah you you realize the that little phrase that you say a thousand times that is what are you doing Uh, (laughs) but the other thing that happens is you become objective or Mm -hmm. yeah it i always get those subjective object but you you really get um you, you distance yourself from that emotional and you actually start 
listening and watching from a place of like, oh, that's a really good point. Oh, that was said really well. Oh, yeah, that could work. And and you don't think that that's ever going to happen, right? Because you're just like, oh my gosh, because it's you and it's, <laughs> you know, there's so much emotion tied up into that. But it's an amazing shift that happens during that. And you can really be objective to the whole thing and go like, oh, okay, that's, this is a good piece of content. This is a not so good, you know, and stand, yeah. stand out from them. That, and then, uh, yeah, I was laughing my ass off with that one because that's literally like, because that that's, you have to force yourself to do that. You literally do have to force it. But like you said, I think it's becoming numb is what is it? It's, 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 um, the more you're exposed to something, the less it impacts oh, yeah, you. Yeah. So, so put in the reps. We're going back to your first step. Put in the reps. Listen to your show. Listen to what you did right. Listen to what you want to fix for next time. And and don't attach meaning to it, right? Like, and just keep doing it. So, I mean, this is really great. Um, and and with this, like, do you have a course also where you're teaching them, or you only do one on one, or do you do group? How do you get uh, business owners together to do this? Putting it all together. Right now, it's one-on-one. Um, what I'm putting together are... I've got two standalone courses that I'm in the middle of putting together. Yes, finally. I'll just say finally. It's, it's been in the Evernote, right? Of like, <laughs> here's what this should happen, right? It would. I could finish in a weekend, right? It's one of those projects, right? That we, that we all yeah. have. Like, if I would just sit down and do this, it would be done. <laughs> um, right now, the the main way that I'm coaching people as part of a, of, of a bigger program so that um, there's coaching, there's coursework, there's one-on-one and all that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to, for that to become a group coaching offer as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. get the, the one-on-ones down right now first and get some, some results for folks and then probably move that into a group version as well. That's very cool. And, and how long have you been like at the coaching aspect of this? Like, as a this is a thing, not a I'm oh my gosh, like me. a couple of months. Like this is okay brand new of finally letting that in. Like I said, it's all right. Again, it's another mental ridiculous. It's one of those, I'm sure many of us have, you know, everyone else standing around going, uh why haven't you done yeah, this yet? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's what you do anyway. You're good at this, you're good at that. Why don't you do exactly. it? Exactly. I'm like, I know. I'm just in my own way. They're like, okay, we'll quit being stupid and put it together. I'm go like, do it. Right. <laughs> just go do it. Now I expect and, uh, Monday, I expect a message uh, saying that you completed that uh, Evernote uh, transformation perfect. into <laughs> I'm perfect on messenger. Let I, me know you're done. Yeah. And it, fortunately two, two, two quick things on that. Like fortunately mm-hmm. I've had the most, did you see those balloons? What was that? <laughs> that has happened one other time. <laughs> On a Zoom call, I swear, last week, and we were both just like, "What was that?" They're like, "Did you I have didn't something touch anything?" I know, and I was like, two quick things on that." Like, I'm trying to like, I tried to repeat the other Forget thing that it. I said. I, I that's so it. baffling. Is this is this an audio only podcast? No, it's video. <laughs> okay, I just make so people will see what we're talking about. That's what yeah. I want. That's why. I Although asked. we we should make it audio just uh, just to to confuse the shit out of people anyway. Yeah, <laughs> just for that. But anyway, go ahead. But, uh, the two things. <laughs> yeah, what the heck was I talking about? Thanks for distracting me. Zoom and your balloon <laughs> effects. Uh, um. Oh yeah, so I've been really fortunate to have the most. I mean, just amazing people around me 
part of that's been a purposeful surrounding myself with people who are amazing coaches and just do all that as well as, I mean, internationally, I've had some of the most amazing people just show up in my life and like, Hey, I'd love to help you with this and this. And I'm like, I would love that. I have no, (laughs) no budget for that right now. Like anything like, I know just like, we'll figure something out. Just, I want to help you with it. And like, name a country and there's someone in it and all around i'm just unbelievably honored and and i got to a place of just of letting that in too right letting that help in and go please i i need help obviously so (laughs) (laughs) i'll take it please guide me on that um but i do have it sparked because you because you mentioned that monday deadline i do have a, a brand new show audio only solo show coming out called the power content coach um Mm. and the reason it's significant is it's an it's another step in this partly this allowing on the coaching side but also standing in my just like what you're feeling standing in my strength like putting myself out there and it seems silly to folks probably because i mean again this I got to get past this 80 episode thing. I'm I'm at 88 <laughs> episodes of strategy and action now too. There was 80 of the other one, 80 of so after all of those <laughs> like that's interviews. That's me talking yeah. to somebody. That's easy yeah. for me. Like I I can yeah. do that all day long, right? I yeah. can whatever. The second I sit down just me and the camera <laughs> It's a whole different ball game for some reason. It literally is. It literally is. Yeah. And it's so, but I felt this call. I've felt this tug for, I mean, a couple of years now. And for some reason, an audio only, as much as I'm video guy, and it's it's hard for me not to do video because just it makes so (laughs) much sense. Yeah. And what you can do with it. Like, that's why I Mm -hmm. encourage everyone to do video. There's just some, there's some draw to that, some pull that I just need to speak out. So that is launching on Monday um, for sure. Got those few episodes recorded. It'll be launching and so I'm excited for that. There's just, it's one of those things too, of just like, I don't know why I've just, but I'm, I'm finally answering and listening to this call and this pull. So there's something there to it and then energy or something. So I love we'll it. See how that goes. I love it. So <laughs> so now by episode three, have you already recorded three episodes? How many episodes of, of, of the, that one? The new one coming. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably yeah, there's two or three. Okay. I'll give you by episode six, you'll be switched to video. No. 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 If if I wasn't doing video already and all my other stuff, there's just yeah. th- this one's my 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 audio my audio one now what will happen and again this makes even less sense for folks who hear <laughs> this but there'll be topics there'll be ones that i turn into youtube videos that are long form and speaking to that mm-hmm. and there i may overlap be like oh this one can be both or something like that but that's going to stay an audio podcast um 
Again, at least for a while. You may be right. Maybe episode 10. I'm like, that is dumb. I'm going to do that, you know. Well, um, that is dumb, but like, because I feel like, you know, number one, this is your strength. That is what you do. Then the camera is your, but I feel like you will, you know, nestle into that idea and the, and, and find your, your, your other, well, find your new found, your new legs with, with the new position um, with that. And then number, number, number three or whatever it was, it was, I feel like because you are teaching them to use video <laughs> that yeah. you will, you know, kind of let it come in and do the thing. Yeah. But like you said, if you don't, I mean, it's not like whatever, but I feel like that's Jason video is well, Jason. Jason is video. Yeah. How do we, how do we do that? How can I, how am I going to listen to an audio podcast with Jason Croft on it? And I'm supposed to be seeing <laughs> Jason Croft's face. I don't know how to function like that. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. You're, you're probably uh, alone in that, but I appreciate that. And I'll take it. <laughs> I'm uh, literally not. <laughs> but, and if I didn't have, you know, strategy in action, which is video, I have right. another show called concentric. That one's in there. There's, um, another one I'm about to start with someone else, and you know, so those they're out there to point to, mm-hmm. um, because that's an it's another. It actually is a little bit of an answer of of finally doing what I tell other people to do, which is that solo content, yeah, y- combo because it's such mm-hmm. a it's such a powerful positioning tool out there. So is this one going to be just you? The the audio yeah. only is going to be just you. Okay, okay. All right, yeah. I'll let you off the hook then. I take back what I said. <laughs> so, so I have uh, one quick question, and you don't have to answer this, but uh, not one quick question, but on the spotlight, you were like uh, on your form. <laughs> that was that was your response for the Legend Maker Spotlight. Like what we are trying to do is um, build business owners or help business owners build their world, so that we can then. Mm you know, move that out and rebuild the world. And we're doing like trying to encourage awareness around uh, topics and and projects that may not get the attention that it needs. So you left me an uh, which um, is fine as absolutely fine, but it does anything spark your passion to be resolved when it comes to climate or animals or anything. Cause you did the work in Alaska. Yeah. You oh, videoed yeah. those animals in Alaska. You did all that cool stuff, that so cool fun. work in Alaska yeah. that I wanted you to tell me <laughs> about too. Um, but like what comes to, to mind for you? The biggest thing for me is around hunger and where I've given has been food banks, um, whatever that emotional thing is to that um that's the that's one of the biggest ones for me and then i've given here locally um to some homeless shelters and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um i i want that to be a bigger component and i haven't prioritized that i haven't made that a a, a piece of it yeah it is and i'm not worried about it either way but that is it's one of those things that's like if I could do it something about it, I would, and, or kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hunger's hunger's a weird. It brings up, and and I, I could not, you know, even think about a time that I was truly hungry, like ever went without or anything right. like that. Right. But it it 
it elicits this emotional reaction in me as mm-hmm. though I were right at wow. some point, you know, um, it's really interesting. Um, if you're remembering a past life or something, maybe I always think about that <laughs> stuff too. There was, yeah, there's a whole story about it, but yeah, like oh, when, when that first, when that first hit that this is weird, I'm having this emotional reaction to yeah. potentially even being hungry, you know, it's weird. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. So what I'll do, if it's okay with you, because you are literally the second Jason this morning. Okay. And his also was there's hunger, only one Jason. Homelessness. On. I know, right. Oh. But um hunger and homelessness. And so those were oh, his, wow. you know, things. I was like, what's happening here this morning? So um I will I will research some places and and plug some some uh projects if if that's okay with you in your in your name. Yeah. Um and uh of course. that way we'll yeah. We'll, yeah, if even if I mean the the two that I've given, um, so the North Texas Food Bank is a big one okay. from my okay. Dallas days, um, and Springs Mission here in Colorado is the homeless shelter. Okay. All right, we'll put those out there, and uh, if people you know want to check them out and and give them a a little boost or whatever that would be awesome um yeah. but i want you before we depart i want you to tell me about your your days in alaska and filming the wildlife there oh my mind is blown like uh, that's such a oh dream oh my goodness so <clears throat> i i've been fortunate to go well i've gone all over the world shooting for other people like it's just been the greatest most amazing thing and so two trips to alaska the first one if you know uh kane's chicken is that up where yes, mm-hmm. where, where you are yeah. so my client out of baton rouge was friends and stuff with with the couple of guys who started that started in baton rouge mm-hmm. and they ran this contest several years ago for their employees and um like customers Mm-hmm. To win this trip, to follow the journey uh, that they did to go start Canes. Because when wow. the two founders, what they did, they first, they had this idea for it. And they went to LA first and worked like the oil refinery places to get enough money to get to Alaska to then work the the crab those crazy dangerous crab boats. Yeah, because you can make so much money in a short I amount know. of time. I know. So they did that, came back, started Canes, and that was the thing. So they brought in us to document this whole trip. So we went to LA, stayed at Beverly Hills Hotel, went to you know LA spots, then out to Alaska. Oh my God, was it amazing! <laughs> and so my ex-wife, um, she used to call me Animal Dumb because. <laughs> Before Alaska, I had had this great like couple of weeks and then subsequent shoots, shooting exotic animals, place called Snake Farm down in wow. uh, there in Texas and stuff like that. And I get, you know, I'm in the cages with them, um, cages with bears and cages with, you know, like oh, that's wow. just, oh, so much fun. She's like, you're an idiot. What you, you got kids. You know, you got kids, right? And I'm like, every animal just needs a pet, right? So right. with Alaska... We got to go to several places and where, you know, it's salmon season. It's where the bears are and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so we were shooting all that stuff. And I remember one day, the the closest I got, the most, 
the most um hey dummy maybe this is a good idea was <laughs> they were down there fishing doing the fly fishing thing and i was like i don't care about fishing so i went looking for bears i was following the tracks along the water and then climbing up into the mountain there grass up you know like chest high that i'm walking through and like everything in my being was just like oh my god am i about to see a giant <laughs> green you know um but I didn't. I didn't come across one. But um, okay. and then moose, moose are my favorite animal in the world. So we did. Um, I got to see my first moose when I was there and stuff. Wow. So second trip to Alaska was years later with a guy who owns um, with Scott. He owns Sharkarosa. It's exotic animal place. He's got a couple black mm-hmm. bears, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So once again, ex-wife was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be great. Both of you dummies out there <laughs> in Alaska." Right around. We were we were shooting a pilot for a reality show. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing little town, uh, McCarthy, Alaska. And uh yeah, the last day we were there, we we were chasing uh black bear through the through the woods. So it was, wow. it was fun. But uh yeah. Ah, and we saw oh is... on the way there, yeah, we got we found we found moose and all that stuff. So that is fun. so cool. I thought you were gonna tell me that you got on the fishing boat and you were filming on the fishing boat, and I was going to like just lose it and but this is this is also in wildly cool and and i cannot imagine i cannot imagine doing that i cannot imagine having a camera and being able to go and and do the things that you've done it's fabulous so you you officially qualify as a legend anyway so (laughs) even after i appreciate that 88 times three how many hundreds of episodes you have now so so uh, when you're you're a legend with the camera a legend with the critters a legend with the now you're going to be a legend with the coaches teaching them how to nice. do video content or content i appreciate that i hope so well and good, and good. uh <clears throat> i want to thank you for having me on and and thank mr chris brogan we gotta give him a shout out you mentioned brave <laughs> and all that that's why we know each other exactly He's exactly before you go though i want you to to tell us about uh what you're promoting so we can uh so we can hunt you down and and find you yeah, well, the best place to go is djasoncroft.com. That's one of those sites I put together. Croft. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, it. And then I'll send them to Media Leads is my company, but it, it'll it send them to, to all the shows that I'm doing and all that fun stuff as well. Okay, awesome. And we'll be able to see uh, week after next, possibly the new uh, coaching program will be live on there out of Evernote Absolutely. and finally. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really have enjoyed this. This has been so much fun and I have learned immense volumes from you in this little bit of time. So keep in touch and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Perfect. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Take care. Bye. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please feel free to like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the things. Leave me a review so we can help this show get out to other legend makers just like you. And if you're a coach or service provider who hates writing emails and sales pages and social posts because they're just not making you the money that you want to make, then go to legendmakercopy.com slash copy course and check out Cash In. I've written a very special course just for coaches to teach you how to write just the things you need to learn how to write, not to teach you the whole trade of copywriting, but to give you the tools that you need to write the higher profits that you want in your business. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next week. This podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.